Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, shelf addicts? Welcome back to the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Today on Book Chat, we are covering book two of the Red Rising Saga, Golden Sun, written by Pierce Brown. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I am your host Tamara and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, we're going to feed your shelf addiction with fun book conversations, bookish topics, and more. It's like listening in on your favorite book club. Participate in this discussion by joining the Facebook group Shelf Addiction Official or over on the book club app. I hope to hear your thoughts on today's show. You can also find me and Casey on Twitter and Instagram. The links for everything I've mentioned are below in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please support the podcast by sharing it with some book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. And don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe before you leave. That will really help me out and I appreciate you for doing it. The uncut video version of this podcast is available right now over on Patreon. Join us there for exclusive videos, including after shows and more. So if you're interested in that at all, you'll need to come over onto Patreon and sign up. As always with Book Chats, we talk spoilers here, so you've been warned. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to another fantasy series discussion. Joining me is my fantasy series co-host, Casey from A Heart Full of Ink. Welcome back, Casey. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here today. Yay, I'm excited too. I think it's going to be a good one. I think so. I think so. I think so. So today we are discussing the second book in the Red Rising Saga, Golden Sun, written by Pierce Brown. It was published January 6, 2015 by Del Rey and Recorded Books. The audiobook is narrated by Tim Gerard Reynolds. The paperback is 442 pages and the unabridged audio is 19 hours and three minutes. So Casey, would you please share the synopsis? For 700 years, my people have been enslaved without voice, without hope. Now I am their sword, and I do not forgive. I do not forget. So let them think they own me. Let them welcome me into their house so I might burn it down. Darrow is a rebel forged by tragedy. For years, he and his fellow Reds worked the mines, toiling to make the surface of Mars inhabitable. They were, they believed, mankind's last hope until Darrow discovered that it was all a lie and that the Reds were nothing more than unwitting slaves to an elitist ruling class, the Golds, who had been living on Mars in luxury for generations. 
Now fully embedded amongst the gold ruling class, Darrow continues his dangerous work to bring them down from within. It's a journey that will take him further than he's ever been before. But is Darrow truly willing to pay the price that rebellion demands? Okay. So when you close the book, what did you think? Uh, honestly, yeah. my my last thought was, I thought it was going to be his mother's head in that box. Oh, man. I- <laughs> spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Oh, spoilers all day, every day on Spoil- this thing. Spoilers. So. It yeah, was no, it. Like, yeah. it was not his mother. And I'm kind of like, eh, I guess <laughs> this hits harder. But I, I thought it was going to be his mother in that box. I, yeah, I thought it could have been someone like that. But it made sense that it was Aries, a.k.a. Yeah. Fitchner. So, yeah. No, that, um, it did make sense yeah. for the whole thing. But I was like, because I was thinking, is it going to be a repeat of their father with his first wife? And oh it'll God. be uh, a love, tragic love story? Or is it going to be his mother? Aries was like, not even on my mind. No. And then it was Aries. I was like, oh. He Apparently, mentioned where really is like he? Them. They all mentioned where is he? And it, okay, so well, they were just, asking where she was too. Yeah. So okay, let's. Okay. Okay. So, so when so. I finished, I was like, "Oh my god, I fucking knew your luck was gonna run out." Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can we talk about this though? Because he is a dumb, dumb motherfucker. Yes. Oh my god, I can pinpoint. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand. Someone's so smart. He misses obvious things like this whole so event. He can feel something was wrong, but he pushed it aside. It started way before that. Mm-hmm. So it started when he and his friends were like trying to reaffirm their um, ally allyship, air quotes, with the jackal. And he walks into the room and the jackal is sitting there looking at his little computer screen. And who's on the screen? what's her name harmony harmony yes thank you i can never Mm -hmm. remember anybody's name harmony like the one person who knows the entire truth about everything and can reveal everything and darrow this dumb fuck just goes like oh whatever and we know that he and harmony did not agree they parted ways badly it didn't go well even if they were allies somebody's being tortured they're probably going to give you up Mm mm-hmm but he doesn't think about that. He doesn't think, think about, about saving who her. That he rescued. He rescued the people mm-hmm. that were anti-harmony. Mm-hmm. 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 Ding, ding, ding. You dumb, mm-hmm. dumb bitch. Yes. Like, I had to put the book down at that moment and just, like, scream into a pillow because I was like, you are so dumb. And even that. Why? So, take that. That's one huge red flag that he mm-hmm. ignored. Mm-hmm. And then you have... Um, Mustang constantly telling him, look, you cannot trust my brother. You cannot trust him. I know everybody what he said to you. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. She said it several times mm-hmm. and someone else said it too. Slavo said you can never several trust said Roke. You cannot trust him. Mm-hmm. You can't trust the jackal. You can't trust Roke because Roke yep. is going to pick the golds over the reds every yes. damn time. And the, you, okay, so this is what's so funny to me. So when Daryl revealed himself to mustang he thought that she might be too gold to understand right he thought that Mm -hmm. about her he didn't think that about rogue and he should have he should have because even though rogue is like a quote-unquote nice guy 
when it comes down to the colors, mm-hmm. he is, he's had a good life as a gold. Mm-hmm. He will never understand because the minute he found out he wasn't gold, he turned on you in a dime. He went, mm, change of yep. Change we of were friends. I we can't were. be friends with a friend. Red. Yeah. Yes. No. Like, and it didn't Darryl. help that Daryl was really asinine to him almost this entire book. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, I think back and I'm like, well, maybe he was listening to something instinctual because he just did not share with Rogue, right? He kept yeah. him at arm's length and he knew it was like really for no reason. Like, why am I doing that? He apologizes mm-hmm. for doing that. But maybe it was something in him saying, I can't really trust somebody, him. Yeah. Somebody yeah. you cannot trust, which it turned yeah. out to be true. Yeah. Oh, the twisted <laughs> turns, the backstabbing, all uh, of it. I loved all of the backstabbing. Like you just, you just never know who's your real friend, but you know who did come through and I liked her character and she was very shaky in Red Rising. We didn't know what to think of her at first and half the characters didn't know what to think of her in this book. And that is Victra. Mm-hmm. We, you know, people were like, her family is crazy. Her sister, Antonia, blah, blah, blah. She is like them. And she is mm-hmm. like, I am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And remember when Roke stood up for her and he's like, mm-hmm. look at all the shitty things my family's done, but you trust me. And we're like, but why? Why yeah. do we trust you? Why do we trust you? Why do we trust any of these people? You yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. But Victra, I felt bad for her. I'm like, mm-hmm. her own sister shot her in the back. Literally. 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 And killed yeah. her mother. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn, Antonia, you crazy. You wild. We knew that from yeah. book one. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're... She over there teeing and drinking and having a good time with her family, and then she turns around and gets dead. She's she's dead, and then and then she spends her last breath to crawl over to Darrow and say, "I didn't, I didn't know. know." She loved him. She, she loved was him. in love with Darrow. Oh, Every absolutely. Time she could touch his butt or <laughs> kiss him on the mouth. She took the chance, even though he was kind of uncomfortable with it. He did mm-hmm. it. She did it anyway. Constantly saying, when you when you have wished we could have got together, you know, she was all into him. One thousand percent. He could have told her and mm-hmm. she would have been down. She would have so. been down. I don't think I, she would have turned. No. I Mm-mm. think she would have gone in to meet his mother the way Mustang did not. Yes. Victor was down. She <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so Let's talk about like all the people because a lot of people re- know who he is now, mm-hmm. but throughout the book, several people found out he had to disclose himself. Like, for example, mm-hmm. you know, several knew because his father told him, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and who is Severo's father? <laughs> <laughs> his father is the the head guy of everything. He's Aries. He started all of this. Because of what happened to him and his wife, which we will tell you in a minute if you don't already know. But so when Severo like kind of confronts him and he's like, look, are you really not going to take the leap? I'm Mm -hmm. doing this shit for you. I've been here. We are friends. You're not going to take a step. And Mm -hmm. look, I will walk out of here and I will leave. He threatened You have to trust me. Yeah. He's like, you better say it or I'm walking. He just was like, uh, (laughs) he wasn't sure if he could do it, but he did it. 
And then he found out all the things. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we know Severo is down. He is down mm-hmm. because he is, spoiler, obviously, he's, he's half, half red, red, half gold. <laughs> he's half red. So basically, to them, he's red. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're tainted. They didn't if even like tainted. him anyway because he was scrawny. Yeah. And now we find out why he's scrawny because he's half red. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as big as the other golds. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, my God. So he found out. And then he took the chance and told the scarred obsidian. Mm-hmm. He told him, like, without any prompting. He just wanted him to be on his side. without and to trust. Right. He wanted him to choose to help mm-hmm. him. So he just blabbed everything. That was the easiest time he ever had of telling anybody anything. He did not, or I don't remember if he put a little, um, what's the word where they cover their sound? He did oh. it with Savro. Yeah. But he didn't do it here. And I was like, anybody on this ship can hear you right now. No, I think they were in the refrigerator. He was like laying in like the refrigerator locker I think or something. So, but I still would have like extra protection because anybody can betray you in yeah. this world where everybody does. Yeah. That was the one where I was like. I like what you're doing, but be smarter. Yeah. But he told Ragnar without mm-hmm. like thinking. Prompt- he just was yeah. like, he just I need sat him. down and did it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> He's confused. <laughs> He's very confused. He didn't I understand. Mean, most people would be confused. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go from a scrawny little red to like have a full body change? So you're a completely different person. But he told Ragnar, and he didn't need to see the video of his car thing. He believed him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So that says a lot. I'm like, well, we know that he's got two people, the giant and a midget. <laughs> what do you say? A giant and a midget or something? <laughs> Scrawny little man. Yeah. So he's got those two. And I'm like, I wonder... Who else, like we said, I feel like he could have told Victor. Is there anyone else in that group you think he could have told and wouldn't have reacted horribly? Um, I hate to say this, but maybe Tactus, like if Tactus hadn't been killed and had come back and been forgiven and like been brought back into the inner circle and everything was okay, I think he could have been okay with it like eventually. I think he would have loved it because he would have had been had one up on him because Tactus was uh-huh. very jealous of him. Oh, absolutely. And he had a lot of weak spots when it came to um, feeling like he wasn't good enough or being the best, which is why he got got in the first place. He switched teams mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. that. And then let me just say, side note. No, you can say anything. When, when Daryl forgave him and basically said, look, mm-hmm. we all make mistakes blah 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 and this this fool cried like a fucking baby i'm like you was <laughs> you <laughs> yeah no i kind of agreed with his death but also like if he had been brought back in i think he would have just like attached himself to daryl he would have he was like hanging on his fucking leg basically mm-hmm. like oh but- yeah 
I understand why What's-His-Face killed him, though. You were in there about to murder a lot of children, children. and caregivers. Yes. You were gonna, he was gonna do it. He was going to do it. He already oh, yeah. fucked up a lot of other shit. Like, no, I, I did agree with his death. I do think he should have died mm-hmm. in that moment. But yeah. if things had been different and if he had, you know, not been murdered... I think yeah. if he'd been brought into the fold, it would have worked in Dara's favor. Totally. Because, I mean, Tactus was always kind of like, at least the author made us think he was always a question mark, right? He was and- never really solid in there because of his smart mouth, his mm-hmm. quips. He was always, you know. Mm-hmm. Which also, was on purpose. <laughs> I think Quinn would have been on Darrow's side. And I think mm-hmm. that would have broken her and Roke more than anything. Because she was always really nice to Savo. Like, mm-hmm. everybody would be really mean to him, and she would be really nice to him, and that's why he loved her. But, you know, she was with the poet, the sweet, gentle soul who turned out to be awful. At the the biggest asshole. But you know what? I think if Quinn lived, mm-hmm. he might not have done that because she influenced him. She did. Oh, yeah. And when she was gone, he was angry he was very irate about it right which he should have been yeah but he didn't like he never was able to get back into the game after she died Mm -hmm. not really so in the way he was before mm -mm. her death really did change him and not Mm -hmm. for the best yeah Um, so but if queen like let's just imagine if she was alive and daryl told her mm mm-hmm I think she would have been able to sway Rogue Rogue to act differently. I think so, too. Because she, yeah, she would have been Mm pro-Red and Rogue would have just followed her. Mm -hmm. Because I love her. Mm -hmm. It would have chafed a bit because he definitely loves gold more than Mm -hmm. anything else. But I think it, like, would have, it would have worked. Yeah, but he wouldn't have done dead. it for Darrow. He would have done mm-hmm. it for her. And without her. her, there's no point. Yeah, absolutely. And he already, like we said, he already had problems with Darrow already. Mm-hmm. Um, because What's-Her-Face wasn't killed. The the go- arch-governor lady wasn't killed until mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted was to kill that woman. Yep. But then so, he like, teamed even- up with her. He did. He did. So maybe Quinn wouldn't have been able to change Roke. I I don't don't know. know. I don't know. And see, that's the thing, though. I don't know if he necessarily teamed up with her or if he he teamed up with the Jackal and that was a part of the deal. I think he teamed up with the Jackal and that was just part of the deal. Because who the Jackal had to have told him that he was red. It came from the Jackal. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm. he got harmony, which Darrow fucking saw and heard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Men are so stupid. <laughs> he was so dumb. So dumb. Oh I my god. I've been trying to hunt down Harmony's ass and figure out what the hell you told him, what mm. is going on. But save her ask her if she's turned on you it's the fucking jackal just assume the worst but no he's like no i don't trust them but we're still buddy buddy we're gonna 
you know, hang See, out and everything's fine. I think Darrow thinks of the jackal like people who have wild cats for pets. Like, he's fine. I know how to play with him. I know how mm-hmm. to, you know, he will mm-hmm. never bite me. Mm-hmm. And then they go and rip your arm off when you <laughs> when you turn your back. Yeah. And that is how he treated the jackal. Like, I know what you're saying. And I know you're telling me your own twin is an asshole and I can't mm-hmm. trust him, but I know how to handle but I it. know that better. Is- I can yeah. handle him. No, the fuck you cannot sit no. down. No. Sit your cannot. ass down. <laughs> but the jackal has made himself an enemy because mm-hmm. If Mustang was on the fence, she's going to pick a side now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when she found out, she walked away. When she found out that he was red and saw the video of his carving, she walked away. And I think Mm -hmm. that she wasn't necessarily, I'm going to tell, but she wanted space to think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because they were together for some time. Years. Between the, you know, they were together and he didn't. So, of course, she felt betrayed, right? Mm -hmm. But when she finds out that her brother murdered their father, because she's all about family, my all family, about my family. family, everything is family for her. Mm-hmm. When she finds out what he did and that they took him, mm-hmm. bets are off. She's oh, gonna pick yeah, a side. No, she's she's picking Darrow's side. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't kill our father and still claim to be my brother mm-hmm. and think that things are gonna be okay because they're not. No, no, she's not gonna let it go. No, she's not. No. So he made, I guess, a calculated risk. And I guess he doesn't care. He doesn't, he is, what do you call him? Is he like a sociopath? He does not care? Um, maybe. Is a sociopath the one who knows exactly what they're doing is wrong, but does it anyway? And the psychopath doesn't know what they're doing is wrong? I don't know about the look. Because I can't, I'm trying to, I want to use the right term for him. Yes. There's <clears throat> a little bit of narcissism, but I think it's more than that. Okay, it so is- it says a part the short and dirty, you know, quick and dirty mm-hmm. of a sociopath, a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and lack of conscience. Yeah. <clears throat> he so has no this- regard for right mm-hmm. or wrong, ignores the rights and the feelings of others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He doesn't see people as people. He sees them as chess play chess things on a board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sees people and things as useful to him or not. Mm-hmm. He sees the world as very have and have not. Mine and my not, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then we find out at the end that he, as a 10-year-old... Mm-hmm. He was having people taken out and murdered at 10 years old. <laughs> his older brother. Yes. He had like his older brother's brother. girl roughed up. They didn't mm-hmm. say well, how, but they just roughed her up. And then he paid $7 million to have his older brother murdered. He goes to That's his father. a psychopath. You, he's like, are you a fucking idiot? He's like, what do you think I was doing with that money? <laughs> oh my god like what an idiot and he Mm -hmm. had his own brother and that tells me that no matter what he said about mustang how he appears to feel about her Mm -hmm. if she were there she'd be dead too 
But she just wasn't there because of the she was mad at Daryl. But if she yes. was there, she likely would either have been taken or killed. I think taken at first. But if she watched him kill their father, she might have tried to fight and then been killed. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't think he wants to kill her yet. I think he has some weird plan in the back of his mind for her. Probably has something to do with Cassius' lame ass. I'm like, oh my Probably. god. Because here come Cassius off the ship like, where is Mustang? Like, ew, <laughs> gross ass. <laughs> uh. No one wants you. Go somewhere. Oh god. You have had your ass handed to you multiple times in this series. You have he been peed be. on. You've had yes. your arm chopped off. Yes. You have been humiliated multiple, multiple times. And still he walks in all cocky like like he can He should go hide. Because especially now he knows he got his ass handed to him by a red. It was a mm-hmm. red did that to you. Mm-hmm. A slave. A slave did that to you. He could have killed you, but he didn't. He purposely he didn't. He yeah, no, he killed. should have killed him. Mm-hmm. But he thought the humiliation would be worse. But no, you, you should have killed him. But then what he was saying, like, you killed my entire family, including all the children. I was like, oh, that's the jackal's plan. Obviously, the chapel is manipulating everyone. Everybody. And, dr- and of course, Ro gave him a drug. He f- couldn't fucking talk. He's like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? You know, like, oh, why did he give him that kind of drug where it paralyzed him like that? Like, why? Because that's torturous. Makes you suffer even more that when you can't talk. <sighs> yeah. They're going to torture him. They're going to do stuff mm-hmm. to him. It's going to be bad. Yeah, and they said they wanted him for research or some mess. Like, they don't try to... Well, they want to figure out how he was made into a gold. Yeah, because they said every time that failed, you know, no Mm -hmm. one... It's not possible. Unless they say it's not possible for someone to withstand that. Like, how did it work, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't think that could ever happen, but it did twice. But it did. Twice. Yes. Which, by the way, when we found out that Fitchner was Aries, <laughs> I'm like, mother. <laughs> Holy shit. And Daryl made some good points to him. He's like, this whole time we could have been working together mm-hmm. instead of like you just leaving me in the dark and struggling like I have been struggling. But when he did confront him about Titus, he said, yeah. I knew about Titus, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. And that made sense as well. He couldn't tell him. It did make sense. But also I feel sad for Titus. So do you hate Titus a little less than you did in the last book? I mean, he did wrong. We're he did a lot of wrong shit. Wrong. No, he, he did a lot of bad things. And I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. But... Like Darrow was saying, Titus didn't have any friends, and maybe if he had friends or knew there was an allyship, or was maybe it could have been different. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah it's just kind of that like yeah, all maybe he had was rage could have been it. different. Yeah, yeah, and he said that without mm-hmm. Eo, without Mustang, mm-hmm. without his friends, mm-hmm. that could have been him. Absolutely, it could have been yes. Yeah, so it's like, thinking of Titus, it's like, there are a lot of circumstances to get him to this way, 
versus the jackal who's just fucking crazy. That's <laughs> you know. So while he also was bad doing bad things and he needed to die for those reasons, I just think can't put him in the same bucket. No. No. Like there there was something really wrong with Titus and like he did a lot a lot of really awful things and deserved to mm-hmm. die for them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I will never say otherwise, mm-hmm. but it's also just kind of like, wow, the circumstances of your life, the circumstances of your social standing and your friends and the people you love, they do change you and they do, they do. shape you. And it does change your destiny to be, you know, wildly. <laughs> but just looking at Darrow and Titus. Yeah. It does change everything. Yeah, absolutely it does. Wow. It was, I'm telling you, there were so many, I had the feels like a lot of times in this book. Mm-hmm. There I was loved, a lot going on. There was, but I think one of the main things that I liked was like, and I think I told you this with the last book. I said, this book comes into its own in book two. It feels completely different. You know how we were making Mm -hmm. comparisons in book one? I didn't have comparisons in this book. Did you have more comparisons? No, it does feel different. I mean, I did kind of get some like Star Wars vibes, but this Mm -hmm. is an outer space and it's war, you know, Mm -hmm. Star Wars. So yeah, that, but otherwise, Mm -hmm. no, it did feel like its own thing. It didn't feel... The way, and I almost feel like you could read this book on its own and not necessarily need to read the first book. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many times where they would just bring characters up and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Was this mm-hmm. somebody in book one? No, this is somebody totally new. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I referenced that page in the beginning of the book where it lists oh, the, all the characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, who's this person? Who's this person? What's going on? And then there'd be plot twists like, oh, yeah, we spent the last two years training with this guy. And now he's like a solid ally and friend. And I'm like, who the fuck is he? We didn't meet him before. That's because we skipped. So we learned that. So, you know, Mm. when he won before. He was barely 18. Yeah, he's barely 18. A year had passed. And in this time, he and Mustang had got close during Mm. that time. And then it was a choice to be made. He could either go back in and play war, these war games. And mm-hmm. that's what he chose to do. And Mustang chose to go to Venus or and do legal stuff, like try to be in the government. Right. Mm-hmm. So they chose different paths and they essentially like broke up. Right. Mm-hmm. So after we, so we kind of learn how we get to where we are pretty quickly, which is yeah. abundantly clear. Um, so you're right. Maybe we didn't need the first book but we might not get the relationship things like between rogue and him without the first book and several like why is several so loyal we wouldn't have gotten without the first book yeah no like the first book was necessary but if somebody asked me hey do i need to like i have this book in my hand can i start reading it right now i might be like "Mm, maybe yeah maybe but yeah no it takes place Uh two years after red rising but that's mm-hmm. the thing. Okay, so he's now officially 20, turning 21 here. He's, mm-hmm. you know, more adult now than ever before. But he felt like a child so much. Like, he felt like a really? young teenager to me, almost. Like he Really? Was, yes. When? 
I mean, okay, the very obvious times when he was like about to do something scary and he's like, I wish I was five again and at home with my mommy. Like, there are two of those spots specifically. But other times where he's like, oh my God, the angst, the drama. Do I pick this girl or that girl? I can't pick a girl if I can't tell her the truth. Oh my God, the drama. I have to be alone. (laughs) See, okay, I kind of... Okay, I agree with you. I'm like, either you're going to do the thing Mm -hmm. or you're not going to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Pick one, Yes, right? So the back and forth, I kid, was kind of angsty and young feeling, but I wouldn't necessarily say teenager-like because he knew that by... Like, you can't have it, your cake and eat it too, right? So by being with Mustang and still not revealing yourself was going to cause more damage Mm -hmm. than anything. And he knew that. So he was like, well, I can't tell. At that point in time, he couldn't tell her. But later, after they had started sleeping together again, (laughs) he felt like, I have to Mm -hmm. tell her because I can't continue. Right. Yeah. So he grew up a little bit in that choice. Yes. But yes, that... That was the growing up. But also, like, there is a whole ass love triangle between him, Victra, and Mustang going on. And I was like, are we in Twilight again? Like, does it everybody triangle have to fall in love with him? Yeah, people, that's the thing. I did notice that he is like the woman in all the other books where everyone mm-hmm. loves him, mm-hmm. her. Now it's him. Yes. But he never cared about Victor other than friendship. I don't think there was, I think he thought maybe in another world, maybe mm-hmm. that might. Yeah, no, it was definitely like maybe in a different world because yeah. he wasn't encouraging it. It was just the mm-hmm. fact that she would not let up, even though <laughs> she, she was like him. 10 years <laughs> older than him. She was seven years older. Seven. She was 27. <laughs> but let me just say, if I saw a man seven years younger than me today, I would not. No, I would not throw myself at him. Look, like if you were Vitra, you would have a real thing for powerful men. This is true. And Darrow is powerful. He has he, influence. Yes. So she has all the things. He has all the things that she likes. This is true. But I was still just like, this is this is a YA love triangle. Can we not? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take it. Although I think a triangle has to mean there actually is a question of a choice. Like if we're talking like Twilight, Bella actually was confused though for a minute of what she wanted. But I yes, feel like true. if there's no confusion, is that a real triangle? No, it's not. It was just annoying. <laughs> it was just one of those things. I'm like, why? Why do we have to deal with this? It was a good counterbalance to like all the fucking battles that was going on. But also I would have rather had anything else. Anything else but that? Anything else but that. We don't need every woman to fall in love with Darrow. Although, you know, which is strange. I thought for a minute, Savro had like a thing for Victra. He kind of does. Yeah, but then it seemed like Severo had a thing for um, Quinn. What's her name? Oh, he was Qu- in love Quinn. with Quinn. He was so absolutely like, 100% in love with Quinn. I think yeah. Victra was just kind of like, uh, okay, now that Quinn is dead, maybe we have some banter here. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is him trying to. Get lost. <laughs> he always be telling her, get, kick rocks, get out of here. <laughs> He's like, you like her, I know. Yes. <laughs> okay, oh, we're over time. Let's okay. take a quick break. 
yeah, let's take a break. When we come back, we will continue our conversation on Golden Sun and talk about more relationship drama and other (laughs) stuff. In the meantime, do check out these commercials by listening to those you are supporting the podcast. And of course, always feel free to hop on over to Amazon and pick up the book review journal available right now. Stay with us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by the Shelf Addiction Merch Store. Check out all the bookish t-shirts, notebooks, mugs, and more. Don't miss out on these original designs. Perfect for any book nerd. Support the podcast and visit ShelfAddiction.com forward slash merch and pick up your next favorite bookish item. All right, welcome back. Can I say something? Yes. So back in Red Rising, I had a theory. Do you remember this theory? Yes. And you know what? I tried so hard to not give it away. Did I do a good job? (laughs) You did an excellent job. I said, she is going to kill me when she sees this. But I was not giving it away. You did not give it away. You did an amazing job. I actually argued against it. <laughs> and so my first thought was, oh shit, did she forget? And I was like, no, she's just that mm-hmm. good. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I had already decided. I feel like if if Casey brings up anything that I know is an absolute, I'm not gonna acknowledge it. <laughs> For those of you who might not remember, in case you're not binging the podcast in Red Rising. I said that I was 100% convinced that Io was pregnant when they killed her because her sister comes up onto the stage. She says something. Her sister looks really sad and starts crying even harder. And I was like, oh, the women know she's pregnant and they're not going to tell Darrow. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, at the beginning of book two, we get mm-hmm. to watch the clip again and find out that she was pregnant with their baby and it breaks him because he's yeah. a man who can't handle the truth. I guess. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I was right. He wanted her to hide the, um, the crib, baby bassinet crib thing. Mm -hmm. I, oh, hide it from him. He can't know that I'm pregnant. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I was right. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised (laughs) I didn't get a text message on that one, but I want to (laughs) go. Because I was reading at midnight. I wasn't going to bother you. Yeah, I'd be asleep. Mm. But yeah, Daryl, um, he is a like a little bit of a y- young person at heart when it comes to like his family mm-hmm. and his wife. Although I feel like again, he grew up toward the end of the book when he went yes. back home and he talked about yo, know, he had her on this pedestal mm-hmm. and he started remembering some things that weren't too great about her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when he meets his mother again, oh, I was like, she knows her son. Oh, thank that God. Was, I felt so yes. happy that she knew that was her kid. Mm-hmm. But she even says, you know, I didn't really like her. Not for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like she didn't hate the woman, but she just didn't really 
like how yeah. she dealt with things. And she thought he would have been left holding the bag doing her work. <laughs> which he was. Which is what happened. That's exactly yeah, what happened. So, so he walked away from that ready to put the ghost to bed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is very important. Because how much longer can we hear him... Talk you about know, EO. Next poetic about EO. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. Like she's like the best thing ever since sliced bread. And yes, she did push him to get to a different place. But that she, it was like she was good for him for that time. Mm-hmm. And now Mustang is good for him for something else. Yes. At and a different point. Yeah, absolutely. I think EO was everything he needed when he was a red. I think she pushed him to be better which he did and then you know Aries came along and took him to be even better than anybody could have imagined mm-hmm. but um yeah Mustang Mustang was gonna push him harder I love Mustang I love I Mustang love her. Uh, see last time I was like I love her you're like man <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sold yet but yeah no this book yeah. this book sold me on Mustang she is constantly covering for Darrow. She is oh like, I'm helping you. I'm mm-hmm. here. You don't need my brother. I am very smart. Yes. And know all the things. Yes. Let me help you. And, he's and like, like eh, that scene. Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> dumb motherfucker. You dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like that scene though, when she came, like, okay, so we all know that um what's his face the obsidian is always like linking around in the back in the corner trying mm-hmm. to make sure no one hurts him and she's outside in the hallway <laughs> like trying to get in and he's like should i let her in should i act like i'm asleep and she's like daryl open this damn door basically <laughs> so, yes <laughs> that scene was amazing she basically attacks him and she's like you're gonna tell me the truth mm-hmm we're going to get to the bottom of this mm-hmm. because I know <laughs> you don't have time to think and you're going to answer with the truth. Yep. And then he doesn't oh really, he gives her some truth, but again, he hides. But not all. He hides, he hides the big the most truth. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think and in she that knows. moment, and she if she, do you think that if he had disclosed the real truth to her at that moment, she would have had a better reaction or the same reaction? Maybe a worse reaction. Mm. I don't think she would have believed it. I think she had to physically be down in the caves and see the video clip and like understand he's not lying. Because if, you know, this big gold guy in space on a gold ship tells you, oh, yeah, I'm a red, you would just be like, why the fuck do you keep lying to me? You well, know? he still had the video. He could show. He her did the have video. the video, but you know, there's just that extra proof of like being down there yeah. and going to the right door. Like, you know, yeah. She's like, "How do you know where you're going?" <laughs> it's like I, I think like she needed that yeah. extra proof. So if he had told her the truth, you know, in space, she would have been like, "You're just lying to me. Why do you keep lying to me? Stop yeah. making stuff up." Yeah, but he he kind of. They end up starting to get back together after that. I'm like, well, we knew that was coming because no man will deny sex. No man. <laughs> Especially will deny. not right after you almost die. That was right. life reaffirming. And he even said, like, it felt like five seconds ago that he was in the mud dying, not a week ago. 
Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, I'm, I'm alive. I need to have sex right now. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. So, and, but you know, it was all off page, which of course, leave it to a man not to give us the goods. Um, Pierce Brown, you didn't give us the goods. I'm actually happy about that because every time I've ever read a sex scene written by a man, it has been horrific and terrible. And like, okay. I hate it. <laughs> so okay. I was like, so thank God he didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he did not write this. Okay, I get it. Yeah, maybe it's better he didn't. I agree. I mean, yeah, no. Um, he writes women really well, and he does a lot of things really well that I haven't seen from other male writers. But I was I was very glad that there was no sex scene on the page. Yeah, he does. Like, to me, I know some people nitpick everything to mm-hmm. death, but in general... I think he wrote Mustang very well. I think he wrote Victor very well. I even liked his his mother, how mm-hmm. he wrote his mother. I liked um, some of the other women around, yes. even though there were way, as you would expect in this type of setting, way more men than women. That yes. is not unusual. <laughs> that's, that's how it is in every corporate office, office in ever, America. Yes. <laughs> so um, Every I political okay thing that. ever. Yeah, yeah, no, that made sense. And they did talk about it. You know, there are times that they'd mm-hmm. be sitting at the table and Dara would say, oh, yeah, no, there's only one woman here. And I'm like, thank you for highlighting that. Thank yeah. you for not just, like, blowing past it. So, yeah, no, there were some good things he did. Yeah, even the part where after they had taken um, Lysander, the mm-hmm. kid, and uh, uh, Augustus is, like, send, trying to send Victor off with the kid. And mm-hmm. then, <laughs> of course, this is when what's his uh, tactics gets the kid. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'll do it. But, you know, at that point, you know, Daryl was like, why she got to do it? Like, he picks the only other woman in here mm-hmm. to go, you know, take the boy. But, of course, Tactus is like, oh, I'll do it. We know he had ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Typical, let the women watch the child. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you could trust this woman and you cannot trust that man. So No. No. Which he didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. They're asking, like... They, they were like, what? They knew something was wrong. And they're, like, sitting there. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Daryl's like, fucking Tactus! Oh, no! <laughs> like, he ran off! Like, he did that, you know. He's like, oh, he knew. He mm-hmm. already knew. Mm-hmm. He's got him. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Poor kid. We never heard from Lysander again. So we'll find out what happened to his poor soul. I hope he wasn't killed by his grandmother, but knowing her, she might just be like, mm, can't have you used against me in the future. No. Goodbye, kiddo. No. So that was wild. Um, even the, the part where... Um, huh? I was going to say, also, the jackals on the playing field, and he kills kids all the time. So oh, even if grandma does. doesn't kill Lysander, he might. Yeah. And who knows how that kid is going to grow up if he grows up, mm-hmm. because, you know, the one guy, I can't remember his name right now, his uh, mentor that he tricked into joining, you yes, know, and then threatened him, him and tricked him. Um, um, I can't remember his name, but, you know, he he motivated him like, hey, if you can have your grandson, you can teach him different. You can t- teach him something different. Mm-hmm. And then that just. He's dead now. <sighs> He's it's dead not going to happen. I mean, so many people were killed. So many. Oh my god! Outrageous. So at the end, who was all left? So, so yes, Severo was alive because he mm-hmm. he wasn't there. No, I mean from Daryl's side. side. So uh, 
So obviously Mustang, mm-hmm. Savro. It was someone else. Oh, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. The um, Obsidian's name. What's oh, his name? We just said it like five minutes. Yeah, we did. Ragnar. Yes. So, and of course, um, the Pax people, mm-hmm. Pax's people, weren't there, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, yeah. And I have a feeling once they find out who he is, they'll be okay with it. I think so. They seemed really cool. Yeah. I think that's hilarious how he describes Pax's father and brother. <laughs> like those two fools just eat everything. They eat everything. They got the fact the fox that eats Skittles. <laughs> like, can you imagine, you imagine they found Skittles in your pocket? Yay, we'll work yeah. with you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> His bro- the the son the uh Pax's brother snuck him in his pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm like that is hilarious. The Telemonises, that's their name. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, oh. No, they were they were that's fun. Cool. They were yeah, good allies. Definitely. And yeah, I think I think they will side with the Reds. Yeah, they're going to come with Mustang and save him. I feel like that's what's going to happen. I hope so. It better happen <laughs> because to you, we know he's gonna something bad's gonna happen to Daryl. Mm-hmm. I mean, these fools not gonna take him and not do anything to him. No, he's gonna get tortured for a bit. Hmm. Mm. Knock him down a couple pegs because mm-hmm. he has tortured all of them repeatedly throughout all of these years. So, especially if they put Cassius on him, which I have a question. Oh so I don't know if this mm-hmm. ever gets explained or resolved. Um, When Julian was sent to the initial Academy House of Mars back in the first book, everybody knew he was really soft. His whole family knew he was really soft. Mm -hmm. But they also knew that the very first night, you have to go in and murder somebody or be murdered. Mm -hmm. Did they not expect him to be murdered? Like, did they honestly think that their soft little sweet boy who can't go fishing was going to be able to murder somebody in cold blood in that room? I think they expected for him being who he was to get someone that was worse off than him so he could win. Okay. I think they expected him because, you know, they put the the softer people with the harder Mm -hmm. people knowing what the result would be. Mm -hmm. So I think that that family was expecting that the school would be smart enough to give <laughs> give him someone weaker than him mm-hmm. that he can beat. You know, it would have been worse if they stuck him in the room with um, Cassius. Oh man! But we know but, Cassius will come out. He would have killed his brother. He would he have. But yeah, no. I just the way in the very beginning, their mother was just like being fucking awful and just like I can't believe nobody loves me because they won't bring me the heart of my child's murderer I was like didn't you expect this like didn't you know the very first day there was a 50-50 shot of him getting murdered Yeah, they did know but they you know they're Bolognas or whatever their name are you know they can just excuse the hell out of me (laughs) we're better than you (laughs) I mean hell they were picked their family was picked by the head lady to be like the successor of Mars, they had plotted That's true. to oust, you know, Mustang's family. That whole thing because she had taken favor with 
Cassius's family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally. She totally expected something else because she's entitled. Okay. Because I was just like, but you know how this house works. You know the, mm-hmm. these games. What's she going on a hunger strike? Like, bitch. <laughs> bitch, cares? no. That doesn't work. <laughs> hunger strikes only hurt you. Exactly. Like, you go ahead. No one cares. No one cares about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when Daryl almost killed his ass, I'm like, he playing around. I knew he was playing around. He was. When he was playing. Trying to get Cassius. Yeah, he wanted them to stop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he tried to, he called out, ah, you know, <laughs> this is my right. He put on a show for shits and giggles. I'm like, he wanted that, mm-hmm. wanted them to stop him, and they did. And he's like, ha ha, you did it. <laughs> you fell into my that trap. Woman begged. Mm-hmm. She basically begged mm-hmm. the sovereign lady to stop this. She's staring her in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do not let them kill my last son. But then they killed all the cousins. So I know. I know. That was so wild. So many fights. So many fights. Some like the war, mm-hmm. like a little war turned into like a civil war. Mm-hmm. Like this is something short and sweet turned into something big and massive. Long lasting. Yeah. World ending. Which is what they yeah. wanted. Mm-hmm. So do you have any predictions for Morning Sun? Morning Star, Morning Star. That's it. Um, if Mustang ends up pregnant, I'm going to scream. <laughs> That's not like a prediction. That's okay. just me being like, I can't, I can't deal with that. Okay. okay. Um. No, I think a lot more people are going to die. <laughs> what are you holding so, up? Look. Three is five hundred and eighteen pages, Jesus so it's Christ, even longer. Long. Even this longer. Four hundred forty-two. Yeah, so it's a, uh, under a hundred pages longer. Ugh. But damn! Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm like, let me read the first page of Morning Star. I'm, I'm like, I want. Oh, we have the the galaxy here on this one. Ooh. And of course, we have more Sons of Aries, mid and low colors, golds, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I want to start this right now. <laughs> but I have other things to read, so I will wait. But I have to make sure I pace myself because I started in with Golden Sun real hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to be finished too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to take several days off. And then I came back and I'm like, okay, I finished. Um, so yeah, I had to pace myself, but. And I know you were bringing it in at the last <laughs> the minute. last fucking minute. <laughs> it was good, though. It was a good binge. Yeah. I'm glad. Because I'm like, I always get nervous. <laughs> like, let me... Rec- the minute I recommend something, Casey is going to hate it. <laughs> Vice versa. I recommended some books to you, and you just come back and hate it so much. <laughs> well, this was good. This, so This was good. Should we talk about more? Or should we go ahead and rate it? Let's go ahead and rate it. Okay. So anything we missed, you guys, if you're listening to this conversation, you're like, there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff they didn't talk about. Join us for book club. Yes. We can talk about it there. Yes. There's so much in this book. I mean, we yes. obviously skipped a lot of it. But yeah, come talk to us in book clubs. Yes, absolutely. So the link for book clubs is in the show notes. So you can come on over and join us there and talk to us there. And if don't worry, if you're not into book clubs, fine. 
Hopefully this conversation was sufficient <laughs> and you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah. Let, okay. So let's rate the thing. You first, Casey. I'm going to give it four stars. It was really good. Yeah. Four stars. It was really All good. Right. Um, Winning. There were times when Dara was the dumbest motherfucker ever and I just could not handle him. But there was a mm-hmm. lot of really good things about the story too. And the character development was done well. And the plot twists were obvious to me, but I think, you know, I'm just sitting here going, you're dumb. Look at this big red flag. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. no, it, it was done really well. Four stars. Okay. Awesome. So first time around, I gave it five stars back in 2015. I'm going to stay steadfast with the five stars. I really, really liked this installment. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I too was frustrated with Darrow at times. hmm and I just wanted to get to the guts of where I knew shit was going to go left, <laughs> like way left. But I was patient. <laughs> like it already went left, but this is like left of left, mm. like bad, bad. Um, but I, I really liked everything about this book. It was paced well, even though some of the war parts were a little clunky. Um, Mm -hmm. that didn't bother me too much because that's like, you can't have a war book without war scenes. So I was okay with that. And, um, I just love the characters. I really, I really love the characters, even the bad ones, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're well done. Mm -hmm. Like no one's like cartoonist really, you know, except the Telemannuses, they are all cartoonish. (laughs) They're like Lord of the Rings, like giants or some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's a good read. It's definitely a step up from book one. Yes. A lot better than book one. Yeah. So good job. Here's Brown. All right. So I think that's it for today. Yes. Okay. Well, hopefully you will be back here next month to hear us talk about book three, the final in the trilogy arc. This is where we're going to stop on the podcast um, because this does conclude the story. So we're going to be back here (laughs) next month to talk about Morningstar and hopefully you'll be back here too. In the meantime, we will see you next time, guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to show your support, there are a few things you can do. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a positive five-star review or like this episode on your favorite podcast player. It seems so simple, but it really helps me out. You can share this podcast with other book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. You can also join the Shelf Addiction Patreon family. For as little as $2 a month, you will help us produce even more awesome content for your ears. You can also consider joining the Shelf Addiction official Facebook group where we talk all things bookish and more in a safe space. The Shelf Addiction podcast is a part of the Nerdy Maven Network. You can also reach us via email at info at shelfaddiction.com. Thank you for listening.